All right, just when you thought it was safe to go back into the webways. Is that a thing? Yeah, I said it is. Tom Friedley at Radio underscore Tom on Twitter. The Radio Zeitgeist on Facebook. Flowing around obstacles yet again. Welcome to Radio Zeitgeist. Your stop for the art of critical thought, critical thinking, in an age of so much, too much information. Um, Jason, I'm not a big sports guy, but Jason Whitlock has been doing Tucker Carlson show a lot. I can't talk uh, Tucker's up. He's, he's the, we have so few, granted he's a commentator, we have so few real journalists left. Oddly enough, you know, to transcend the so-called left and right thing, almost all of the ones are doing this show. Lynn Greenwald. I haven't seen Matt Tybee there, but Greenwald's been coming on. Michael Tracy and Independent's been doing great. He did some of the best writing about uh, BLM burning down the nation. Last year, as the uh, shock troops for the current Democratic Party iteration of the National Security Admin State. Anyway, Jason Whitlock, Katie Couric, he picks on today. I went just going to Real Clear Politics, burning us at 10 12 a.m. Saturday, October 16th, 2021. Winter or fall, anyway, is finally evident in the air here in Central Texas. Anyway, TheBlaze.com, Jason's piece, Katie Couric's White Lies Kill Black People. Um, been listening to Radio Zeitgeist this year. Make the case of the Democratic Party. Worst thing that ever happened to our black, uh, our black citizens, black friends. Jason starts his piece out. Katie Couric confessed she's an enemy of the people. In her soon-to-be-released memoir, the former Today Show host disclosed she edited an interview with Ruth Bader Ginsburg to protect the then 83-year-old Supreme Court justice from public backlash. During a 2010, I'm sorry, during a 2016 interview, Ginsburg made the mistake of sharing her true feelings about national anthem kneeler Colin Kaepernick. Ginsburg told Kirk that Kaepernick and his allies were showing contempt for a government that has made it possible for their parents and grandparents to live a decent life, which they probably could not have lived in the places they came from. All right. Go, uh, go Ginsburg. Corrick cut those remarks out of the story she published at Yahoo News. And again, uh, our partner in New York, Jim, and I have been making the case all year on the uh, Clusterfuck Zeitcast. We've replaced truth with narratives. It's a very dangerous place to be. Anyway, continuing, Jason writes, Corrick cut those remarks out of the story she published at Yahoo News. She said she did so to protect Ginsburg because Ginsburg was elderly and likely didn't understand Corrick's question. How nice of her. Ginsburg was a working member of the Supreme Court at the time. Her job was to understand, interpret, and rule on complex legal matters. But she was too old to make sense of Kaepernick's lunacy? I don't think so, Jason writes. I'm, and I'm not too old to comprehend why Kirk and her editors chose to protect Ginsburg. Corporate media is all in on promoting racial division, political division, and division division. Corporate media is the enemy of the people in America. Well said. Very much part of the National Security Administrative State. Again, Eisenhower warned us. Gore Vidal warned us. Continuing, corporate media does not want American citizens to realize we have common beliefs and values that bind us. Most rational Americans, whether left or right, white or black, Jew or Gentile, believe we're lucky to live in America. Couric's story did not protect Ginsburg. The story used several quotes that made Ginsburg's position on Kaepernick quite clear. It quoted Ginsburg calling the protest dumb and disrespectful. 
Cork protected the prevailing corporate media narrative that only a racist right-wing political conservative would argue that black Americans are better off in this country than our so-called homelands. That's an inconvenient truth no one wants to discuss. There are 54 countries on the African continent. That's 54 different destinations for the American dissatisfied to relocate. Nigeria. I hear it's great in the summer. Sudan. They say the fishing is great there. Ghana. I've heard good things about the food. Morocco? Housing prices are affordable right now. Somalia? Best strip clubs on the continent. Kenya? Amazing sushi bars. Jason's good. Oh, a few of us will visit a handful of these countries. The number willing to relocate permanently is minuscule. You couldn't get Al Sharpton, Ben Crump, LeBron James, Colin Kaepernick, Randy Moss to leave America with the promise of a dozen virgins, a billion dollars, and an endless supply of Hennessy and weed. <laughs> we got to find uh, this guy for radio side, guys. Ginsburg thought the exact same thing as a typical Trump supporter. Americans, American black people's African ancestors suffered an unspeakable atrocity, chattel slavery, and their descendants are experiencing the benefits produced by that suffering. I thank God that my ancestors, he writes, weathered the storm and made America live up to the promises that made it in the Declaration of Independence, the U.S. Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. When you hear the national anthem, that's what you should think about. All the people who suffered and died so that you have the right to live free in this land of opportunity. Our system of government and the Judeo-Christian values established in Western civilization created the greatest country man has known. You go, Jason. The New York Times 1619 Project won't change that fact. Neither will, neither will critical race theory, nor will Black Lives Matter, the LGBTQ movement, radical feminist, or the squad. Ginsburg told Cork that Kaepernick could love it or leave it. She told him to go back to Africa or go find his alleged black daddy. She channeled her inner Donald Trump. Ginsburg said what most of us believe. She definitely gave voice to what our actions reveal about us. We love America, all of us, black, white, brown, and everything in between. The people pretending that America's narrative arc bends towards racial injustice are making that argument to seize power and money. Here, here, Jason. They're frauds. Katie Couric is a fraud. She's an enemy of the people. She doesn't see herself that way, but she is. So is everyone who chooses deceit over truth. Deceit is the promotion of death, whether you're lying to yourself or lying to the public. This morning, I saw a story promoted on Twitter that said the see-through outfit Lizzo wrote wore in Cardi B's birthday party stole the show. This is a polite lie. It's a polite promotion of a death lifestyle. The American media and big tech social media apps are trying to tell fat people like me that we're perfectly healthy and normal. It's a lie. Yeah, Jason's a little chubby. The media are lying to us. You can't sustain a democracy or promote justice on a foundation of lies. You might feel like the police are randomly killing scores of black men. Your feelings aren't facts. Your feelings lie. It feels good to Katie Kirk and all the other guilt-ridden white liberals to feed black people an endless supply of lies and half-truths. Watching black people die feels good to them. The lucky ones, like George Floyd, get statues, memorials, and multi- million dollar payouts to their survivors good stuff at radio underscore tom on twitter the radio zeitgeist on facebook i need to pick up again the series uh, we've begun back in the spring with uh the work of retired retired hoover scholar um whose name's not coming 
of the lives of Black Lives Matter and the truth about slavery, which had nothing to do about black and white or any other color. It's when Homo sapiens left being hunter-gatherer over many, many thousands of years and instituted farming, staying in one place, agrarianism. Again, the tragedy of the native peoples during the Trail of Tears, look it up, had black slaves with them. And again, because all uh, Europe had made slavery in, uh, illegal at the, at the time of the founding of, uh, of America, um, oddly enough, black slavery actually saved black lives because you had to go to a Muslim country or an African nation. Typically, the pre-modern people uh, at the time on the African continent would capture each other in territorial conflicts, and the, uh, the loser lost his life. You killed the king and his sons until you could sell them. Talk about uh, the law of perverse outcomes, our New York partner writes about. All right. Tom Friedley, at Radio underscore Tom on Twitter. The Radio Zeitgeist on Facebook. Hashtag Radio Zeitgeist Global Broadcasting Network. Signing off with his usual from the summer. Hashtag Death to the National Security Administrative State. Hopefully, Dr. King style. If not, Thomas Jefferson style. Tom Friedley, let's visit again real soon, shall we? Thanks for listening.